Welcome to the Chat Club Podcast, where you are not alone in your mental health journey. It's okay that you're not okay today. Where discussions on mental health challenges like anxiety, grief, interviews with people that deal with challenges in mental health. Also, discussions on positive coping mechanisms, positive motivation, self-help, a little hope, and thinking creatively. Remember, there's only one rule in Chat Club. Everybody talks about Chat Club. Take a seat, relax, and listen. Here is your host, Alan Hilchey. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chat Club. I guess that's my new intro. I'm going to be sticking with that. So I hope everyone enjoys that. It's a little more pro- like professional. Just kind of introduces you nice and a nice little theme to it. Anyhow, I'm on episode number 38. Now, today's episode, I want to do kind of think outside the box, be a little creative. So uh, about a month and a half ago, I went to a medium. I want to just, just talk, touch on that and touch on how many coincidences there are. It kind of blew me away because uh, being a correctional officer, you're all about uh, doing the interrogation, like getting the questions and leading into your answers and stuff. And for a long time, I thought that that's what mediums did. But lately, there's been too many coincidences and too many things happened. So anyway, we're going to fast forward or rewind, I guess, rewind back to uh, before I went to the medium, there was a hairdresser in Halifax that I went to and she, when she went in there, she said, I kind of dabble in, you know, spirit world and I have an understanding and a little bit of a gift if you don't mind me talking about it. Oh, okay. You know, I'm open. I have an open mind. I went to university. Very less. So I sat in the seat and I kind of sat there and she started talking and she says, I feel this heavy pain on my chest. I said, well, has anybody passed away that, and I kind of said, yeah, well, that'd be my dad. My dad, you know, he passed away. And ironically, doing this podcast is coincidentally on the day that he passed. So I'm going to dive into that a little later. We'll get into that about my dad. Um, basically, I wanted to talk about... Uh, just how, and she talked about my dad, and there was a few things that were coincidences and common knowledge things, and then she kind of talked about somebody, like, something around her neck tightened and stuff like that, and I, and I didn't know of anybody that has committed suicide or taken their own life or choked or anything like that that has passed. I mean, I've been in situations where people have, been choking and I've done first aid but so anyway this ended and she talked about uh, spirit animals and she talked about how the crow was her spirit animal and the crow was a messenger so and there's little timbits and stuff like this so I was kind of like okay that's kind of cool so you know I just kind of took it like that and one of my partner's friends is very spiritual and she can kind of see spirits or feel them or something anyway she does she's very spiritual and it seems like every time my dad goes somewhere she's with me so I'm like yeah that's kind of a little heartwarming you know because you know when your parents pass away there's a little bit of that you need the factory and you really want them around and when you can't call them anymore it really sucks when you want some opinions or just a laugh or an opinion or you know, the support, I guess. So, 
now we're gonna fast forward. We're gonna fast forward to where the medium. So my partner purchased this for a gift, and then the first time I had it, I was kind of a little leery, and I kind of bowed her a little bit. And so she went and she had hers done, and then we went and got mine done. And I put my big boy pants on, and uh, I went. And it was a very inviting type of atmosphere when I come in. Now this medium had her husband there, which he wanted to be on the reading, which I found was kind of uh, a little overwhelming, I guess you could say. Um, did I wasn't upset or anxious or negative about it. I was just like, ooh, uh, is this something big? Am I, you know, am I going to magically make something happen anyway? <laughs> Needless to say, nothing like that happened. Um, so I went in there and I talked. Well, she did talk and she talked about the different levels of spiritual you know, there's earthbound spirits where they don't know if they they don't know that they passed away or they have unfinished business and they kinda of walk around. So we first when I first went in she sat down and introduced herself and and she, you know, how do you feel? And I said, I'm gonna come in with an open mind, which I did. So she continued with the spiritual world and how there's, you know, five tiers to it, and obviously God being, or I think the fifth tier, I'm not 100% sure, like, like I said, a lot of this kind of went over my head, because trying to still process this stuff is, it's quite intense when you process all this stuff, so anyway, I sat there, and she talked about different stuff, and she talked about a, uh, a man with a pipe, and talked about uh, uh, an older lady that had short hair, um, kind of red fiery hair or brownish hair or something like that. And, and I, th that's gotta be my grandmother. I said, you know, my grandfather, my grand, it's gotta be my grandfather Hilchi on my other side, because I remember when he was younger, he used to stuff a pipe and smoke it when I was younger. And it was really young when I, when I, when I was there. So to remember that was, kind of fascinating and when you talked about my grandmother she talked about how much she loved to dance and how she loved the farm and how when she got really overwhelmed stressed out she went to the lily lily pads in a pond that was there so I was really unsure so I thought it was like grandmother Danelle on my mom's side but anyway so I went through it and she talked about a lynx or a lily not the lynx but a lily and it was significant to my, basically to my, you know, to me. Uh, and I'm going to talk about it here. I'm going to look it up here on the computer. Uh, and she talked about how uh, spiritual it was to me. Um, and I'm going to read a little description about it, the meaning and symbolism. Uh, what it talks about on the internet and um, with the water lily it talks about symbols beauty that can have a dangerous side to it uh, there's so many different variances on it in here uh, as far as spiritual and stuff like that so I just kind of uh, which is kind of particular and kind of weird but uh so anyway, she talked about that, and she talked about the uses and benefits, the meaning of symbolism. Um, I guess when she talked about the lily, she talked about being white. 
So your hair it has white, it has purity, innocence, and grief. That makes sense um, because I'm, you know, continually grieving for my uh, father and a cousin that passed away too a few years ago. So, and we'll get more into this. Uh, you know, water lilies are an ancient uh, Egyptian symbol of uni unity. Uh, there's so many different uh, spiritual meanings in every different religion and culture, which is really kind of neat. So, but I'm going to stick with the uh, purity and innocence and grief because I think that's what it was because my grandmother brought this up and she would sit by the pad, the lily pond, and really enjoyed her time there. And she also talked about how... She was sorry about how I grew up, how I was bullied when I was younger, and and I was really kind of a target of teachers, and and I don't know if it's because I was had a smart mouth or I didn't have very many role models as teachers, and I don't mean to to sit disrespect them or, or anything, and I understand people go through stuff and. But I never had that one teacher that grabbed me and said, you know what, you can be something. You, you're you a very smart individual. And um, that never happened for me until probably high school when I had a principal named Basil Hurley who, um, anyway, that's a whole different story about him. Uh, and he would lanced on to me and made me a better student, made me a better community high school student, which... I really didn't really care about too much in high school. Cared about playing high school hockey. That was it. I went to school because I had my friends. Did I put 100% effort into my glasses? Absolutely not. Do I regret it? Absolutely do. So, talked about the different things and how my grandmother was sorry how I grew up and how I was bullied and how it, you know, she, you know, because she kind of watched it. And I was like, okay. I didn't feel that I was bullied, but maybe I was, and maybe I learned how to deal with it and had some coping mechanisms that early that I did. So, so fast forward, we'll go a little bit further. So we get through this. Then we start talking about uh, my dad come in, and my dad, and it was really weird because I was sitting there, and I could feel this intense heat on my shoulder. And... Uh, Talked about how basically my father is behind me, which means that um, he doesn't need to lead me anymore. Um, my path is really clear and concise and very proud of me. And uh, and the choices I've made recently in my life and proud of who I've become and what path I'm going down. So it was kind of ironic because I kept looking at my shoulder and my partner's she said, I noticed that, and it was kind of really weird, but it was almost like somebody had their hand on my shoulder, which I felt was really kind of cool, but kind of creepy at the same time, I guess, because, you know, uh, this is my introduction to the spirit world. No, you know, I'm very uh, hesitant and very skeptical of this sort of thing. Um, even watching on TV, I just find it ironic, but. So we get into this a little further and talked about my dad and talked about different things that are going on. And she threw out a couple letters, um, a J and an L. And I 
couldn't place them. And so anyway, we get through talking a little bit more about, and my grandmother, Danelle, who I thought it was, kept talking and talking because she had a lot to say, which was kind of ironic because when I lived with her, or not lived with her, but when I visited her, she never had that type of personality. And I'd never seen that side of her. So it was kind of nice because I, I would always uh, give my grandmother a hug and kiss and it would make her laugh a lot of times because everyone said, oh my gosh, she's so grumpy. But I just had a way to get in there and do it and I was just goofy enough to to make her feel good and laugh, I guess. And I guess that's kind of one of the traits that I do possess at times. So it's kind of neat. Um, so anyway, we go through that and we talk about different things and then she starts talking about uh, my dad and how everything's going to be okay and everything's just going forward and you know he went through some difficult times but it's it's okay so we get through and we talk about the whole thing and we get through different things and I'm skipping a lot of parts because I don't really remember like I really remember specific things and it's going to go out it's going to tie in when I complete when I have to say is it it's going to be a real realization so so anyway i come in and uh, so we get kind of done and well we get to a point where she said this spirit's in here and uh, and her husband come up and said well i see a uniform did he play soccer i said no I said i played softball he said oh he said okay i see blue pants and you know that sort of thing and I'm like, okay, that's kind of cool. Um, and they said this person took their own life. Um, kind of detailed it, like, just come out of the room and said it. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was a friend that I had a long time ago that I played ball with, um, Tony Jones, which is kind of neat. And he, he said, he's just coming in to say hi. And, and he came in and out, and it was like real quick. So she went to another part, and I've worked youth corrections for about 20 years, so it took me a little bit to figure this one out. And she said, I see a young gentleman like sitting there, and, and he's not saying anything, but hes it's almost like he's got headphones on and music. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. There was a youth that, uh, as he, I think he got into some trouble and was in the federal system, he overdosed and passed away. And uh, he, uh, and I never told her about the music. I never told her anything what was going on. Um, and I had a pretty good connection with this person. And because I was always talking to them and, and encouraging them. And it just didn't work out that way. And it kind of saddened me when I heard the news. And apparently this was the kid that OD'd overdosed on drugs coming back to thank me because there was a time that on the units when I worked there was quiet times there was one at noon and one at six uh five thirty to six and there was like ten o'clock so on my shifts if the kids had a really good day I'd go down YouTube and I'd play some music only if they had a good day to show them that rewards come with good behavior because that's what I tried to encourage uh, in when I worked with them treat them like human beings and that 
And I know they love their music to whatever they were listening to. So he said, I want to thank you for playing the music because that made my time and my life better because I could listen to music and relax. And he said, I really appreciate every time you did it. And it was kind of a little awestruck. And she talked about, the medium talked about how much um, he appreciated the talks and made him feel important and genuinely cared about what he thought and how he felt. So it was a little emotional to the point where, oh, wow. You know, sometimes you don't think you make a difference. And and I do get Facebook messages from kids once in a while that indicate that, you know, they say thank you for what you've done. And it kind of just puts a little satisfaction because that's a small percentage rate. No matter how much you, good you do in corrections, it's always that little bit of percentage that kind of it's nice to see because... I mean, a lot of kids didn't have good growing up or good role models for themselves in situations that they make really bad decisions. And some are just born to be bad, and I have to agree with that. And there's a, some people are going to disagree with me, but from my experience of 20 years plus corrections, that's what I see. So we get done that, and she asked me if there was anybody else I'd want to see or like hear from so I said uh, I'd love to hear about my cousin Michael um he passed away from a massive heart attack a couple of years ago and uh, Mike and I grew up but we grew apart really really quick um he had rough um he was on drugs and stuff and he had a really rough go of it and pulled himself out and was doing really good for himself and all of a sudden he passed away with a massive heart attack so and it was kind of funny because she goes, well, he's really shy to come out. And I'm like, he is definitely shy. Mike was always not a social butterfly, but once you knew him, he, he was good. You know? He said, your father's going in to get him. Like, well, is it just like another room? I'm thinking like, you know, here I am thinking, you know, wow. So out he comes, but he brings out a lynx. And that was the L that she talked about. And the J was the the youth that talked to me a little earlier about the music and stuff. So the owl was a lynx, and the lynx is my spiritual animal, which kind of threw me off for a little bit because uh, I didn't wasn't really, really aware of what the lynx was a uh, spirit animal. Now, there's a couple definitions of it, and uh, there's uh, different symbolisms. Uh, what is my spirit animal? We're going to take a little look and the spirit animal. Okay, so here we go. So when a lynx is as, as a spirit animal comes to you, it's a warning of deception. Something is not as it seems. And the truth is elusive with clever wildcat entering your awareness. It's urging you to heighten your awareness on every level, but especially when you're interacting with others. Part of a lynx medicine involves learning to be still, silent, watchful, and dear, and continued well-being. So, <laughs> that's probably towards my ex, coming to find out that she had an affair 
and lived a second life, which that could be a whole other podcast. That's in the past, and her doing that was probably one of the best things that has ever happened to me. Because I get to love myself again. I get to find my old self. I get to be myself and not have to put a mask on and act like I was another person. I couldn't be myself. I was always lurry and just different stuff. But we're not going to get into that because that's just negative stuff. And this is all positive. So that was my spirit animal. So I found that quite uh, eye-opening and a little amusing at the other end because I found out my ex was not paying certain things, certain bills that she said she was, but that's a whole other story that we're not going to get into. That's, you know, it is what it is. So we get into that. So I kind of was really leery about doing the next one because I just didn't know. And come to find out, I said, my uh, co-worker who I did a podcast earlier on about... Uh, like she took her own life and I was kind of making sense of it and trying to help other people make sense of it through what I felt and what I've experienced in the training through assist that I did. Um, people are going to make decisions and it's got to be their decision and it has no impact or anything to do with you. It's more of how they feel. They're so hurt that they don't rationalize or see other people's feelings. So this person came out of the blue really quick. And for new spirits, that's really, I guess, very odd and very... So I don't know if I'm... Spirits attract to me, I'm not 100% sure, but... So we get in there, and she starts talking, and... Uh, I guess I got I've kind of got that wrong. Um, the medium had a real sad look on her face, and... Tears are kind of welting up, and when I mentioned the person's name, the person popped up, but you could see a sense of sadness in her, and she looked around, and she goes, she took her own life, didn't she? And I kind of sighed, and I kind of said, yes, she did. She said, oh, this person is absolutely, undeniably beautiful and radiant and she has a wicked smile on her and I'm like yeah that's the person and I, I don't want to name the person because um, I just want to be sensitive to my co-workers and people that listen to this and, and they'll know who it is and um, it was almost like she was a radiant angel and and I could see that about her because she had a she had a way of walking up and you'd say her name and she'd have this big smile like she could have had the worst day and she had this big smile on her and always positive and and that's what shocked a lot of people because she was very uh, a very uh, kindred soul and very popular among people and everybody loved her so it was quite odd that she came out and basically the whole message was she said, I was in so much pain, I, I couldn't do it anymore. And she said, I'm just trying to find myself here. And I'm just trying to find myself. And uh, 
just trying to find a way to get myself back and be the person I want to be. And I found that kind of weird because, um, so she's going to come in another body? Like, how, how does this work, you know? Anyway, I just kind of let it go, just didn't think much of it. And I it kind of gave me a little bit of peace. Um, and I knew, and she wanted to thank me for all the talks that I did have with her. And I had several over the years with her. Uh, sometimes when she struggled with things and she had a little bit of sadness and, you know, she'd tell me what was going on and uh, I always told her to keep her head up and keep smiling because you have a lot of lot to give to this world and things have a tendency of working itself out in the positive manner. You just got to think that. So when I heard the news about certain thing, it kind of shocked me, but I kind of understand where she's coming from and have a little bit of understanding. Um, uh, some people just handle it much differently, and that's okay, because everybody grieves so differently. Um, so, towards the end of that, and then we talked about that, and she talked about how crows are messengers that bring messages from the afterlife, spirits and stuff, so... So fast forward, I get into this and I get done and it took me quite a while. We were there a lot because it just seemed the spirits would not stop talking and they seem interested in being there with the medium and the medium was very patient and very kind and she's indigenous and she has a lot of unique talents that I'm really impressed with. Um, didn't ex I don't know if I explained that well enough or whatnot. <laughs> so fast forward, uh, I talked to my mother when I got home after it, and I talked about the medium, and I thought because my grandmother Janelle lived in Joggins, Nova Scotia, that there was a farm. She said, yeah, there was a farm down the road. What about the lily pad? No lily pad. Okay. okay. So anyway, so I caught, called my aunt Etta. What a beautiful soul she is. Um... And her partner, Sue. They're just dynamite people. Uh, so I called her and I asked her. I said, did Grant ever have a lily pad and stuff? And she goes, yeah, that's yeah, did. For sure. And there was a farm and there was a lily pad. And so it was my grandmother, Hilchi. And it was my grandfather, Hilchi. And my father that were in that room at that time. And I found it so uh, connecting. And it was so neat that... Uh, you know, things are pretty neat. Like, just how everything flowed afterwards. It was kind of revealing and stuff. Um, but the sad thing is, when I get back to the hairdresser, she talked about somebody choking her or hanging or something like that. I'm thinking to myself, is that a premonition? Because right after it, I, I kind of just had that, aha, the light bulb turned on moment. And I'm like, oh, boys. So anyway, that. That was my medium experience. Um, but, and she wants to see me again because I guess it was interesting. Um, would I suggest anybody to go? Absolutely. Now, what made me think that she was for real and could do this and was my co-worker. The youth that I had in, in, like that I took care of. And my friend Tony, uh, different things come out that were actually true. 
and knowing certain things about certain things and uh, I have a tendency or a new outlook on there is some spirituality and there is some kind of afterlife in my mind. I mean, that's reserved for everybody's individual opinion, but through my experience, I thought it was quite unique, very intense. Um, a lot of tears, uh, cause my father was speaking very highly and very proud. And there was another thing I had to mention that I forgot to mention was I asked her about deja vu and she talked about that's called cash, like memory cash that, it means that if you have a deja vu moment, it means that you're on the right path because you recorded that, that this is what's going to happen. And I'm saying, I have a lot of that. So I guess I'm on the right path, folks. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> so in hindsight, it was a unique experience. Would I do it again? Absolutely. Um, it was really interesting to find out like the spirits and obviously how they feel and how they look at you and it was kind of a unique experience so well that was it um i hope you enjoyed this episode i know it's a little different i try to keep it as positive as enlightening as i can i just want to talk about i'm looking at a patreon system i know i keep talking about this i've already done some t-shirts that i'm gonna throw on my uh, facebook page and i'm going to um Maybe open up to get some mugs and different stuff like that. I'm in the process of doing it. It's a matter of getting it done. And I'm looking to grow this podcast. I'm looking to to help more people and to do something to help other people mostly. Uh, now, I'd like to get the numbers so I can do this. So if you have someone that's in need or needs another voice, please send them my way. I'm looking at, you know creating some more positive material and to work on mental health and to maybe expand on some more interviews of people. So hopefully you can connect with some of the ones that I have interviewed. And and it seems like everybody interviewed, um, I think, has it all together, but they struggle like you and me every day. And it's a really unique experience. If, and it's real brave of them to come up with those stories and talk about their stories and Talk about their struggles and how they did it and how they fell down and how they picked themselves back up. And this is what this whole journey is about. It's not about surrendering. It's about being a thriver. And a thriver is getting up and it is what it is. Let's trudge on sort of thing. And get help if you need it. And try to do the things you can do. Anyhow, I want to thank you very much for listening. I have a new outro, so I hope you enjoy that. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Chat Club Podcast with your host, Alan Hilchey. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play or where you download your podcasts. Be sure to check out Chat Club Podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. Remember, there is only one rule in Chat Club. Everybody talks about Chat Club. Be sure to catch our next episode.